What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 4, Episode 3, and it's called Chapter 31, The Weird One. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast because we're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs or LVPs of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And don't forget, guys, always comment below under the video or shoot us a tweet or Instagram post and send us your recap roundups of the episode um, because we're always down to hear from you guys. A show. And as always, your continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like and as NB mentioned, comment and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode, y'all. Let's get into it. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I yeah. don't know what it was about it. I guess, I don't know. It was just something really cool. I felt like it was like one of their most most Buffy-like episodes ever. Yeah. I just really it enjoyed vibes. it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I feel like, you know, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this like, kind of episodic. Everybody, every single episode, there's like a new thing. And then it comes back to like the main issue but it's totally that buffy um like like setup where it's like this is the monster we're dealing with today and i i don't know it was cool there were some shots that were shot in it that were very different the pace on it was very like fast and snappy Um, and like sabrina kind of felt more mature she was more like Yes. Like hornified and like got a new man. <laughs> it was just like it just felt a bit yeah. more like adult, a bit more adult. mature. It almost felt like they finally got their groove in terms of like you're right, like how mm-hmm. they're templating these episodes. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Like there's so much to discuss. The ending was so, so good. Much so much yeah, to discuss. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so it starts off, um, and it starts off with like the text saying two nights ago. So this is like two nights before, and Blackwood is in his like storefront church. Like I don't know what the hell <laughs> that is, but he's waiting there, and it's raining really, really hard. And the weird, this like monster, shows up at the front door, and it's like this reanimated dead body. Like he's like stinky and like gross, and he's looking for a new host. And Blackwood is like take me i'm like your vessel now I'm because like, i'm on your team yeah and the guy's like you're gonna help us but like you're so weak that we can't even like touch your body <laughs> like you're disgusting so he's like i want to look for sabrina which is like his biggest pain point poor blackwood is just like like i'm surprised they didn't do like bitch. an eye roll moment i'm surprised <laughs> yeah. he wasn't like oh like her it's again like, oh, that bitch um yeah it was really funny so um, and it was kind of funny too because it kind of cuts to Wardwell in the corner, and she's like, "Oh, he's like not strong." Like she like looks over and kind of like questions him because that's what he says to him. Like he's like, "You're not strong enough," and it's almost as if Wardwell starts to like lose a bit of like faith in him. I have no idea. I still don't know why Wardwell is there. But another group of people that were there that I didn't see in the last two episodes were the kids. The kids are there. Yeah. So. I, you know, it's really funny. So that answers your question. (laughs) So that answers my question. It's really funny because this morning I decided I was going to listen to our podcast from last season, like the season three finale, to just double check some of the facts that I was like shooting out the last couple episodes. And I'm like, oh, so he does kidnap them when he like attacks the school, but they're just never, they're just not to be seen. And I think it still does prove the point that they have these kids around, but like they don't do anything. Like they're just like, figures it's just like like, the show keeps them there for safety in case they ever need to like like bring them back up to the forefront but they don't yeah i don't know it's weird it's kind of weird so 
anyway, so he's like, yeah, I need to find Sabrina and Wardwell. She's like, well, I'm a teacher. So I'm going to teach you about like the Trojan horse. And like, that's what you need to do to like get into this gig. So then it cuts to today, which is like the present time. And Ambrose is checking a dead body. And he's, like, doing the full autopsy. And while he's checking it, he's like, oh, there's, like, salt water in it, even though it was found in Sweetwater River. So he's kind of confused as to why there's, like, salt in the body. And, like, there's all okay, these different things really that happen quick, to the body. Okay, really quick, I legit thought that was Jason Blossom. Because, like, the way <laughs> so the mouth the was, model. like, open. Yeah, like, the yeah. way his mouth was, like, like, you can't see me right now. But, like, his mouth was, like, all the way open. He kind of looked like yeah. he had red hair. I'm like, wait, like, is this is this the connection? Like, is this Jason Blossom? And then like, as the episode went on, I'm like, oh, no, no, it's not Jason Blossom. But that would have been really cool because they did say... That's actually such a... Yeah, yeah, because he's like, he was found drowned in Sweetwater River, but then like there was water in his lungs. So like he wasn't dead yet or whatever. Like, I was like, oh shit, like it's Jason. And then it wasn't. And I was like, guys, it would have been a perfect setup. It would have been a cool connection. Totally, totally. If the timelines like matched up, obviously. But yeah, anyways, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's checking and then the phone rings. So then he goes to the phone and then while he's on the phone, obviously like this like octopus comes out. And this is the one thing that I will say about the show. And I know that I just have to kind of suspend my yeah. Like, yeah. detail on it. But they do it quite often where these things happen at the like perfect time while they're like not looking. Or and it's like almost comedic. Like, it's almost here's comedic. Ambrose yeah. who could save the world and the universe with his powers, but he can't see this, like, freaking squid, like, running across Little the room. squid. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the squid runs runs away. So, obviously, it's, like, running amok, and we're assuming that it's going to go after Sabrina. Um, so, then it cuts to Sabrina in her room, and she's doing the spell with the candleman. She, like, makes a man model. She puts it in the bathtub, pours water all over it. And I'm like, this is just, again, like I said, like, just really bad timing. Like, yeah. Everything that has to do with water is happening in this episode, and I'm just like, okay, bad timing on this uh, uh, candle romance man that she's trying to build. So um, the next morning, she checks it, and he's grown a little bit. He's like those things that when we were kids, you would throw it into the water and yeah. then they would like expand. The plant, <laughs> like, the plant things, or like yeah, yeah the sponge ones. They'd too. be like different like toys and stuff. Like mm. I had a dinosaur once, I had like a shark once. Anyway. So he's growing. So she's like, okay, sick. Like, my man is coming soon. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, Zelda is freaking out downstairs because she's trying to have her breakfast. But she's like, where is Hilda? I need my coffee. I need this. Like, she's freaking out. I didn't realize how incompetent she was. I was like, girl, if I knew how incompetent you were, like, you should not be running this coven. Because you can't even make a coffee. Like, also, you're a witch. Can't you just, like, make a coffee magically? Like, Like, put it together. Well, clearly she's just like missing her sister yeah, and obviously. she's just like feeling helpless yeah. and shit. And she's like, but it's funny because as Sabrina's saying like, oh no, she's at work. Like she does not live here anymore. Sorry about it. Um, she calls up her sister at the store and she's like, you need to come home right now. This yeah. arrangement isn't working for me. And she's like, I don't know where my coffee is. I don't know where my newspaper is. And the camera kind of like pans to the table and like literally the coffee and this like and her cigarettes and her lighter and like the newspaper are just sitting there on the table. So clearly it just shows that like she just feels incapable without her sister yeah and i i do love it because i feel like you always get it's totally natural like with the ants and yeah they've spent like 300 years together so obviously she's reliant on her quite a bit but i thought it was really cute i mean it's the reality of the world it's one of those moments where you're just like yeah that happens to families all the time when like you get into relationships and whatever so it was cool so she hangs up on her 
Um, and then it shows Ambrose at the desecrated church and he's having a meeting with all of the witches of the coven and he's talking about the Eldritch Terror. So <clears throat> clearly uh, they listened to what we were con- concerned about last few episodes, which is like Ambrose never is ahead of this. He's always yeah. like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So clearly he did a bit of research. Yeah, this which one is was nice. like all Ambrose. Like he had yeah. the starring role in this one. Totally. So um, he's based, but he still doesn't really have a lot of information. All he knows is there's eight of them. They got this information from Roz and Harvey of what they kind of look like, but he's not even really sure about what they look like because he's like, they can take any form. But I'm like, but you have these drawings now. So why do you not know what form they're going to take? And he already knows that the weird is going to be the next one. So... I don't know how he put it all together, but that's what we're expecting. I guess they're just trying to show that like Blackwood and him are kind of on the same page yeah. in terms of what they know about yeah. what's happening next. So, yeah, because everybody's asking questions and like no one's really getting answers. And essentially what he says is if they come, you just have to prepare yourself and we'll have to figure it out when it happens because we can't really do much about them. They're super, super powerful. Um, so after the meeting's done... Mambo Marie kind of like skirts over to Roz and she's like, oh, how did you know about those like visions and stuff? And Roz is like, yeah, I have this thing called the cunning. I got it from my grandma. And there's this slow and then she leaves with Harvey. But then there's this slow close up zoom on Mambo Marie. And it goes back to what you've been saying this whole time, which is like, is she sketchy? Is she trustworthy? And I want to believe that she is trustworthy. But in this moment, I was like, is she going to kill her? Is she diabolical? Is she one of the Eldritch terrors? Like I started to spiral in terms of like where, where she stands because they put this fucking dark ass music behind her. They don't even make it seem like, Oh, she's fa- she found a new witch. So she's like, it's like this like fun music where she's like, Oh, I'm excited to like meet this new person. It's like, dun, yeah, dun, 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 totally dun, dun. Agree. And I'm like, come See, on, man. The thing is, yeah, you're, you're right. And like, I feel like they're, like, almost now trying too hard to make her f- seem yeah. like she's evil. Um, yeah. But I think with her situation, it might be this thing where it's somewhere in the middle. Like, she might not be fully evil, but she also might not be fully, like, on the coven side either. She might be like, right. let's do our own thing because we can run this shit better. So it's maybe somewhere she's in the like, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Like, she you know? she's like, I'm just here to, like, help out with the tears. But then after that, I'm going to, like, want to do my own thing or something. Who knows? But I felt like it that's was very much like, I don't want to sp- spill it now, but, like, it was very much like how Lucas was introduced in the episode. It was the perfect timing. And, like, you thought that he yeah. was he was some sort of supernatural, like, being. And I'm like, I bet you he's real. Like, I bet you he's an actual, like, kid student. We're just thinking he's, like, the villain because of the way this episode has been timed out. And sure enough, like, I was right. So definitely I feel like the show tries to throw us off, which is is natural. Like, every show is going to try to do that. But with Mambo Marie, like, yeah, Yeah. I don't – like, it's definitely weird. The other thing that I have a question about is, like, how did nobody in the coven, like, question Ross to be like, girl, why do you cut all the time? Like, maybe you should be on our team. Like, hello. Like, yes, exactly. That's the one thing that I wrote down that it was like, why is this happening? Even Sabrina. Like, yeah, there should have been a conversation along the way where Sabrina was like, Roz, you should like come join our team. Like you have like crazy like abilities. You have and maybe Roz could be like, it's okay. Like, I don't want to do that right now. Like, I just want to chill. I wish they had had that conversation so that this moment yeah. would have made more sense. But to me, I'm just yeah. standing here being like, why didn't anyone question Roz? Like, why didn't anyone ask her to be on their team? 
you know? It's true. And it feels like it's it's very weird because there is a history of the cunning women and witches and yeah. how they were being like, they were always, they were enemies in the past, but they don't really explain why. And the grandma knew all this information. So you'd think that these witches who are hundreds of years old would know all this history behind why the cunning women and the witches never really got along. And anyway, I just felt like it kind of got thrown out of nowhere. But I have a feeling as to why that is. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, so we're going back to Baxter High. And they're obviously like, sure enough, learning about squids and octopi in science class. So as they're sitting down, um, this new kid shows up out of nowhere, Lucas Hunt. And he's obviously going to be this new boo to Sabrina. Sabrina. Um, He sits beside her. And then after class, he says, well, do you want to like, can I have your number? And like, maybe we can go for dinner because you can show me around Baxter and like, tell me the tea on the school. And she's like, well, here's my number. Like, I don't know about dinner because, like, I got to do, like, funeral shit. But, okay, I'll talk to you later. So he, she leaves. And then Roz kind of catches wind of this. And she stops her. And she's like, yo, uh, could you just go for dinner yeah, with this like, guy? Like, what's normal. the issue? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, okay, fine. It so, was honestly, like, one of those friend moments that you're always – like kind of waiting for and that you crave in a yeah. show like this where like it was just two girls like talking about boys and like her right. friend being like girl he's cute like go after him it was it was a cute moment i liked it yeah i did feel like these moments don't happen often enough yeah. so when it comes when it does happen i feel like they're a little out of place but I'm, I'm down for them to have these like little cute moments but they just don't happen often enough for me to really appreciate them um so then it cuts to Roz at home and she's waiting for Harvey. It's like nighttime now. And instead of Harvey coming through, Mama Marie like literally like walks right into her fucking kitchen. <laughs> and um, she basically like spills all the tea. And she's like, oh, by the way, you're actually a witch. It's not just the cunning. And Roz's mind Roz is, is literally like blown. blown, like a jaw on the yeah. floor. First yeah. of all. She hears like high heels, like six inch heels. She's like, Harvey, is that you? I'm like, girl, do you not hear the heels clinking on the floor? Like, it's not your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was Bombo Marie. And then Marie's like, you're a witch, don't you know? Which, again, this whole situation, I was sketched out at. I was like, right. something is off That's in this kitchen. She like shows up into the kitchen like she's so aggressive about it. Why can't she just be like, hey, why don't you come through again? Okay, so explain the whole scene. Let's break down the whole scene and then we can like dissect it. Yeah, so she tells her that she's a witch, but then she's super, super confused about it. And um, she's like, let me show you. She like puts her hand over her forehead. Well, because yeah. So first uh, Ross is like, but my grandma never told me that. Like, why wouldn't my grandma tell me any of this stuff? And then she's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> and then she does what yeah. she does. She's like, here she is. Like, here's your grandma. Woman. Yeah. Like, here's your grandma. But then again, I still didn't trust her because I'm like, she could, like, she's a witch. She could make so, yeah. anything. So show basically, up. what so, happens is like her grandma shows up and her grandma's like, yeah. listen to the Marie. She's totally right. Like, you know, yeah. like, you're a witch. And I just didn't <laughs> believe totally any right. of it because I was just like, this is way too convenient. I feel like her grandma would have definitely told her this, like, for sure yeah. at one point in her life or would have somehow like come to her more genuinely and like yeah, organically totally. instead of like through Marie. So I definitely, after that scene, I was like, I don't trust Marie like at all. 
Yeah, I, I I just don't know where she like lands on all this, but like I said, I think I have a theory. And anyway, like, wouldn't so she, Roz just like touch Marie's arm and be like, "Bitch, I know what your yeah. plan is." Like, can't you just yeah. do that? But that's one of the things that make me feel like she is trustworthy because of oh. the fact that she like has the cunning, so she would know that Marie's right, sketchy. Right. But also, I'm like, you didn't even know she was gonna walk through your fucking front door. So like, how, <laughs> exactly. how strong is your fucking power? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so she she sees this using the eyeball, and then right at the very end, um, Harvey comes through, and she's like, oh, shit, he, he can't really know that you're here, and then she disappears, and so does her grandma. Um, and Mambo essentially says, the reason why you're learning about this now is because we need your help. The Eldritch Terrors are here. We need every like all the help we can get. Yeah, which but I guess, it goes, yeah. I get it, but like it goes back to what you were saying. Like, why couldn't these guys recruit her from time? Like, they needed her help and from like, time. And so. like, what she was trying to say too, like her grandma was like, we couldn't call ourselves witches. Like, we had to call each yeah. other. What, what do they call each other? The like, cunning women. The cunning women. So she's like, yeah, yeah, for your own protection, like, we never told you that you were a witch. Which, I don't know, it still kind of feels like a weird uh, yeah. story. Like, I don't know. It feels very weird. Yeah. Especially since, like, they knew that the Spellmans were, were witches, too. Like, couldn't the grandma be like, oh, but, like, she's a trustworthy witch. Like, yeah, you like, can if, tell you, her that if she's they ever a witch need your too. help, like, go to help, yeah. like, go to them. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Um, so then it cuts to the cafe. And uh, Sabrina and Lucas are talking about... Uh, you know, like how she's feeling and Sabrina's basically like, I feel disconnected. I don't really know what my future holds for the first time ever. And that's not really something that I'm familiar with. I just feel like I don't have a place in the world right now. So she's yeah. like feeling some type of way about yeah. herself. And he just talks about the fact that he likes swimming. So I was like, okay, cool. And I like the way that they set it up because they made it feel like he was going to be there for a while. But then at the same time, I'm just like, he doesn't stay for the entire, like he doesn't even stay for an entire episode. No, so. No. Like, I was kind of bummed that they even gave him any... I was definitely excited. Yeah, I was definitely excited to have a new interest for her. And he was really cute. He was like a cute little kid. So I'm like, I'm down for this. And then, yeah, nothing happens. So Nothing happens. Um, So anyway, uh, he takes her home and uh, she kisses him uh, on the front porch. And then she's like, see you tomorrow. And then she has... And it's a good kiss. She liked the kiss. Yeah, yes. she's, it's like the kiss of kisses, and then she like gets hornified because of it, and so she yeah. like falls asleep, and she has like a literal wet dream um, <laughs> of liquid Lucas. Dreams. Liquid dreams. Yeah, liquid dreams. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's in a bathing suit. He's in a bathing suit, and like they're just talking to each other. But as he's talking, it's like mixed in with like the Eldritch terror because he keeps saying things that are like we're going to consume the world and da 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 da. And she's still like in dreamland because she's like hornified. So she doesn't even really get it that he's evil. Um, and then she, she like literally is having a wet dream and then she wakes up in the tub. Yeah. Um, and the wax man is a lot larger than he was the day before. And he's standing over her. So I didn't really understand what was happening there. Yeah. but That's what happens. Yeah. So then it cuts to Caliban in hell and we done booked this shit. He is still evil. He is still like trying to kill and take over hell. Yeah. Um, and he's talking to the two kings of hell. And basically he mentions that Sabrina and Lucifer are on a, I don't know, like a mother, like a father daughter trip, like around hell, mm-hmm. um, which is why they're not there. And um, my question to you is, why didn't, why are the kings even helping? 
Like, did we did we clear any of that up last season? Like yeah. they leave they leave these like really empty holes where like I know the kings were evil and they didn't like the morning stars. They never liked Lucifer, yeah. which is why they came forward I think to they help just, Caliban. I think they just symbolize like the patriarchy and like they symbolize like the male side. So like they want right. Caliban to to be the top. So they like work for him, I guess. But you'd think that Sabrina, being the queen of hell, would have been like, kill these guys right True. away. Like, why yeah. are they even around anymore? Like, keep Caliban around because I married him. But like, why does why do these waste Good question. Here? Yeah. Like, they literally tried to kill her. Yeah. So I was kind of confused as to why they're even there still. But they're trying to help him. And they do this weird thing where um, Caliban takes this doll of Lilith and puts like mud or like clay on her stomach and then it makes her stomach grow in real life. So Lilith is um, like sitting there putting her lipstick on. I don't know if you notice this, but like that scene, that shot where she's putting her lipstick on, I don't know. I don't put lipstick on, but you can tell me like, was she putting lipstick on weird? I like, didn't, was, I don't even remember what scene you're talking about right like, now. Oh, like she, anyway, she was putting on lipstick and then she starts having these crazy contractions. Yeah. And then, um, the, her stomach starts growing like crazy and she's yeah, freaking the fuck crazy. out. She's like, this body's like, were you ripping shocked? Her apart. Like, did you think that it was going to happen this quickly? Well, I didn't know what he was actually doing, doing because yeah. I was like, is he like inserting himself into the baby? Like, what is he doing with this spell? And then I realized that he's just trying to kill her by like making the pregnancy go faster. But it's like what I was saying, I think, like last episode, which was like, where is this baby? We keep yeah. talking about the fact that she was she's dumbed and pregnant. Like, where is this child? She doesn't look like she's pregnant at all. So. I'm kind of glad that they accelerated it, but um, and I wonder it was much, kind of if much like like in Twilight. I don't know if you remember t- Twilight, but like yeah, 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 yeah. the baby like grows like so fast, and then like Faster. it like becomes an adult so fast. So like I wonder if like that's right. what's gonna happen to this baby. Like by season end, is it gonna be a full fledged like purse like man? You know. Well, we know what happens to babies in this fucking show. They obviously always <laughs> accelerate yeah, into yeah. adults that never talk. So um, that's really what's gonna happen. I have no idea. Um, so she, yeah, so she has to deliver this baby now. Um, and I was like, damn, Caliban, like, really just gave her a shitload of stretch marks. That's so rude. Um, so she goes to the, uh, human realm and she's like, I need to, like, ask for help. She goes to the academy and Zelda's like, what's going on? Lilith's like, the baby's here. It's not supposed to be here, but, like, I need help. Like, I need to deliver this baby or I'm going to die. And so... Um, she brings the entire coven together mm-hmm. and it is like one of the craziest scenes yeah. ever. I My, my <laughs> jaw dropped watching it because the like I'll never know what childbirth really feels like obviously but the way that these women and just the scene and how it was shown they basically stand around her and are channeling yeah. her pain and I was just like in awe and awe and also like Watching them scream, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you felt it almost. You, you know felt I mean? it. Like, and, like, it just – it's such a powerful moment. And I'm so happy 100%. that they had a scene like this. Like, you know, yeah. last week we saw – you know, the last episode we saw, like, Hilda getting married and, like, mm-hmm. all these beautiful moments for these women and their stories. Um, and this yeah. one was just – I'm really happy that, like, they covered it. The really funny yeah. thing was, like, I was watching it downstairs and then my fiancé comes down, like, right when, like, they're screaming <laughs> in unison. I'm like, um, this is Sabrina. <laughs> like, how do you explain that? 
<laughs> he's like, I am he's like, not okay, going to be Okay, well, I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, so she does deliver the baby and she stays alive and we're all good to go. Um, then it cuts to Baxter High and it's Sabrina and Lucas again. And they're just like about to dissect this squid. But every single time she puts the knife to the squid, she gets like she this gets, like, pain in yeah. her stomach. Yeah. She gets like cramps. Yeah. So, um, did you know what she, that meant right from that moment? Yeah, I okay. pretty much was like, okay, like it's inside okay, of her. I was so somewhere. confused. Yeah, I didn't get it. At all. Like, she's, she's getting her period. <laughs> like, she, I was like, oh my god, home. she's like a vegetarian. Like she can't even hurt animals. Like it hurts her. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so and he he ends up taking her home. He's like, I'll take her home. And it was kind of cute because there is a moment where Harvey actually jumps up from mm-hmm. his his I side saw and he's like, that. I'll take her home. Yeah. So they're putting these little nuggets in here, yeah. which we'll talk about a very little bit later. Subtle. But like, and then she was like, no, no, no. she's like, Lucas can take me home. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And I did like the fact that it didn't do like a close-up shot of Roz being like jealous of yes, that moment. Yes, totally. It was more just about the fact that like Harvey still has feelings very subtle. and cares for yeah, her. It was yes. very subtle. You're right. Yeah, it was And good. it wasn't too like obvious like, oh, drama. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I liked it. Um, so then I back at home, Lucas, yeah, it was it was really like it's well played. Um, so back at home, Lucas is like, okay, you're okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. And he's about to leave. And she was like, before you leave, let's just like have sex. Yeah. So- <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm down. He's like, I'm down. So then she like shoves him onto the couch. She starts making out with him. And then as they're kissing, he's like, ooh, ow. Like your tongue is like feeling weird. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what's wrong with my tongue? And then she sticks out her tongue and he's like, Ugh. he's he like, literally good runs away. <laughs> he's like, you got a real bitch. Like, I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, it looked so, so gross. Oh my God. I made it was my so stomach nasty. turn. It was like yeah. Hilda last season with like the, the things on her the, face. The spiders. The spiders yeah. 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 Ugh, Ugh, so, gross. so nasty. So yeah, she put, she, she checks her tongue as soon as he runs away. And there's like these uh, suction cups on it. And she's like, oh shit. So then she obviously goes straight to uh, Ambrose and he's also like, oh shit. Um, because he says that the dead guy, the dead body that he was checking, also had that on his tongue. And he also had like squid in his, like ink in his yeah. body. And, you know, his blood turned into ammonia, all this shit. So he's like, I think you're turning into a squid. <laughs> so she's like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> My so professional like, advice is you're turning into a squid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then he kind of makes a connection in that moment that it's the weird. And I'm like, why didn't you? Anyway, whatever. I can't even yeah. with the fact that he gets to these conclusions so slowly. But um, he's like, okay, well, it's in, in you. Um, and she's like, get it out of me. So they do a scan of her body. And it's kind of this cool magic that this we This was really seen cool. Yeah. Yeah. Where they basically do a CAT scan on a piece of parchment paper. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like blast it through her like an x-ray almost. And there's this like perfect drawing of a squid in the area that she was feeling the cramps. Like in her And kind of sitting there and yeah. like waiting. So she's like, you need to cut me open and get it out. And he's like, okay, fine. So then he cuts her open and he's trying to look for it. But then before he's about to kind of like reach in to grab it, it like slinks away. Yeah. It slides away. And it was so disgusting. So gross. Um, And then he's like, okay, well, we need to figure out how to get this out of you. And he, he notices that she's like super, super thirsty. And... 
um, he's like, okay, well, one thing that we can do is try to starve it out. Like it needs water to survive. So if we extract the water from your body, then it's not going to be able to live there and it'll just like jump out of your body. So he enlists the help of both Sycorax, which is the river witch, and um, Nick to kind of help with this version of an exorcism, essentially. Um, and I just love this moment too with Nick being there supporting her. I feel like Nick knows so much about every hot. single like spell in the like yeah. universe. And yeah, I just thought it was really cute. He was like, I'll be here to support you. Like it's you know, like I'm It was I'm down very to help cute, but also like the fact that we just saw like Harvey reaching out to her yeah. and then now Nick, I was like, guys, last episode you guys could care less about this girl. Like you left <laughs> yeah. it in the yeah. ditch. So like obviously <laughs> like all of a sudden now you're like caring about her. <laughs> like it was so yeah, like it's true. Drastic. But I'm just like, yeah, definitely something's stirring. Coming up. Something's yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so then it cuts to, um, him getting it, like her getting out. Um, and it came out so easily. I was like, oh, like that's it. Like, yeah, we're only halfway through the episode. How did it come out so easily? Yeah. It it was like very, very fast. So like, obviously we're all sketched out, like how quickly it happened. Um, and he's like, Ambrose says, I'm going to dissect this so I can like keep an eye on it. But I'm also going to tell like the ants what, what done happened, which I don't even think he does because they don't get involved later on anyways. Um, anyway, so he goes to dissect the rest of the body. Then it cuts to hell and Caliban tells the Kings to go back to Greendale and kill the baby because they report back and they're like, oh, by the way, like she done had the baby like successfully. She ran, she ran away. Um, so he's pissed and he's like, go pretend that you're there to like give her, give the baby gifts and like try to kill this child because I'm pissed off right now. And so then it cuts back to the academy, and we have Roz walking into the academy for the very first time. Yeah. Well, not the first time, but, like, as a, I guess, like, a, a witch recruit. Yeah. So she walks in, and she sees Prudence, and I love this moment because, like, Prudence shades her so fucking hard. Yeah. She's like, She's like I don't know who you name? are. She's like, who are you again? <laughs> And Roz is like, girl, we've been, are. like, running missions this whole series. Yeah. Like, where have you been? <laughs> She's like, I don't know your face. I don't care. Uh, Which was really funny. And then Marie's like, okay, well, let's test your power and see what you can do. So Prudence starts pulling all these tarot cards. And while she's being blindfolded, Roz is able to, like, call them all out, like, real quick, real quickly, real quick. And Prudence is like, oh, my God, you really do have powers. I'm like, has anybody been denying the fact that Roz has powers this whole time? But then I don't know what it was, if it was just, like, the moment or, like, because she was at the Academy. But then... Roz gets this vision of the kings coming to see the baby. So they run upstairs where Lilith is with the baby. And um, they're like, we need to prepare ourselves because obviously they're here to kill the child. Yeah, yeah. So the entire coven go at the front door. Again, like, are you telling me if it wasn't for Roz cunning, they would not have known any of that? They wouldn't have been prepared. Like, come on, guys. Like, just perfect timing for everything. So... Um, so they pretend to be nice for like two seconds before they're basically yeah. like, we want the baby or whatever it takes. We'll fucking get that baby back. And Zelda's like, um, no, that's not going to happen. We're going to fucking kill you. So it was kind of cool what they ended up doing, which was, um, they used the power of Hecate to invoke the feeling of childhood. Crazy. Oh my and God. these guys literally like died exploded. the feeling of childbirth. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny because it it's really like funny. always that 
it's always that whole thing where people are always like, oh, you don't even know how it feels to have a child. And guys are like, it's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure no one no says one that. No one says but, that, but it's still pretty cool yeah. to see like someone completely like explode and die from the pain of it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like their bodies legit cannot handle yeah. it. Yeah. So one of them, one of them does die in Greendale or it's assumed that he dies in Greendale and the other one like f- flies away or like he burns away back into hell. So in hell, he comes back and he's like, they don't kill the other one. They tried to make us give ba- have babies and like we're almost dying right here. And Caliban is basically like, okay, well then they want a war. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I did want to say in this moment was, do you feel like there is too much evil yeah, happening yeah. at I the same time? I feel like that all the time. <laughs> like that's my constant thought watching this entire show. I just feel like there's so many different storylines and like yeah there some of them are connected and some of them are not and then some of them like connect later on it's like it's very right. confusing i mean yeah. we're confused half the time like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like even like i'm not even joking listening to the season finale that we recorded last year <laughs> i listened back to it and i didn't even understand what the fuck i was oh saying because it was so confusing <laughs> anyway so um it cuts back to the academy and uh zelda and hilda invite uh, Lilith and the baby to stay in sanctuary. One of the things that I did notice from this moment, though, was she says it as if the Dark Lord, like she thinks the Dark Lord is behind this attack. So are we assuming that they don't really know that Caliban is the one that's trying to kill her? Probably, yeah. Which I'm kind of annoyed by because I'm just like, can they not just say Caliban is trying to kill her? Like, it's just like, weren't we already here with... Um, you know, like them hating the Dark Lord and him being like a scheming douchebag. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, was, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, moving on to Baxter High and Sabrina and Lucas go to class and just before class starts, he drops the knife on the floor and then as soon as he gets back up, the whole class goes into like zombie mode, including Sabrina, like the entire like room freezes basically. And Sabrina starts speaking as the weird and he's she he she is like, um, we are going to consume the world. Everybody kill yourself. So they all put their knives to their neck and like just in time, just in the nick of time, this show should be called Sabrina in the nick of time. <laughs> Um, Ambrose comes through the door and he, cause he was dissecting the squid at the same time and it started to move and he's like, oh no, it tricked us. So he runs back to the school. So wait, a part of it was still in her? Yes. So what happens later, which I'll explain is the consciousness stayed in her body. Oh, okay. I didn't He like knocks her. Yeah. He knocks her out at school. He knocks everybody else at school out including lucas but lucas has already seen everything that had done happen so he's like freaking the fuck out but everybody passes out um and then uh, which is i i don't really understand why they kept him awake like why they focus on him staying like conscious of it while everybody else was frozen um anyway i was like is he a magical being like what was the situation there like it made me feel like he had some sort of magical power but he doesn't. Um, then it cuts back to home. Ambrose does a scan, and then he realizes that the consciousness of the weird is now attached to her brain, so they still need to extract it. And it's not really, like, the body. It's more just, like, the soul of the weird. Yeah. So he's like, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, use Pesta, who is the rot witch, 
to disease her brain so then it like leaves her body but what she needs to do is focus in on a good mantra to kind of keep herself going because he's like it's more of like the battle of wills and you just have to like be awake and like conscious of yourself while your brain is basically getting diseased very complicated very complicated so she's like don't worry i got one and so while this is happening again nick is there to support her and i was living for it um and so while this whole thing is happening she starts singing the song 16 going on 17 from the famous musical sound of music mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was it was cute it was very I, cute yeah it was really cute so she's singing it but then she starts like glitching out yeah. she's like i i i i and then he like stops it and tries to kind of support her through it and sings with her and while she's singing the song with him um the thing just like flies into the body of an octopus that's in a tank at the moment mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, Ambrose uses like a freezing spell to freeze the tank. It looks so cool. The tank into the body yeah. or whatever. So it was that. I mean, so can I just not pause right here? Hot. Yeah, go ahead. And just like kind of like discuss this with you. It's so hard to kind of like choose between Harvey and Nick in this moment. He's yeah. so cute and he knows her so well and like he just wants to protect her. But Harvey wants yeah. the same thing. And like it's just so hard when you look right. at these two guys, you're like, but who's gonna end up with her? Like who is she gonna end up with? Is she gonna end up with it's anyone? Hard. Yeah. It's it's tough because I feel like it just brings back the whole question of, you know, he, she has so much history with Harvey and like, you know, they've known each other for so long and he really cares for her, but he's pretty helpless when it comes to like anything magical yeah. to help her out. Um, whereas with Nick, she doesn't know him that long and he's really dark and sexy and he has magical powers so he could protect her, but like they just don't have the same like upbringing, like he's damaged and he has like issues and you know, so he's got to work through his own shit. It's interesting because like when you compare it to Buffy, like she only ever had one like love right. she, like angel was just her guy forever yeah. so there was only that yeah. one focus but like with this it's like these two polar opposite kind of guys but they still care about her obviously they're going to come back right. at some point in the season and like 100 something's gonna happen you just know it but yeah it's just i'm yeah. sitting there and i'm like but there's both they're both so cute like i don't know which one i want her yeah. to end up with so it's true it's true and it's it's almost even harder now that they've been broken up for a while and now that they're both with people yeah like Harvey's with Roz, yeah. you know, Prudence is with Nick, technically. So, you know, it's harder when other people are involved when it comes to this kind of stuff. But speaking of which, Roz visits Harvey at his house and um, he's like, hey, girl, what's going on? And she's about to tell him what's yeah. happening. And then it cuts to the next scene. So you don't really see her explaining it. So you assume that maybe she did done tell him, um, but you find out she doesn't later on. But anyway, going back to the school um it shows sabrina sitting in class and lucas literally like <laughs> transferred to riverdale, yeah, he went to riverdale. <laughs> he's like he could not last like two episodes in or yeah in this fucking show and um i assume that it had to do with like the magical being like this magical human that she was growing in her tub but i feel like they weren't connected no like, they weren't connected at like all by chance he just showed yeah. up and 
you know, he was there and then he got freaked That's out. That's what by I the mean. I feel like they, he just did. they made it seem like he was either like the Trojan horse that like they created or yeah. like the fake like candle person. But I don't think he was either. I think he was just like a random kid who like came to the school and then like went to Riverdale yeah. after. So, yeah. Do you think it's a way to connect this actor to Riverdale? Like, are we expecting Honestly, to see Honestly, like the way, the way that I've seen them not connect barely connect anything to riverdale <laughs> yeah. i just don't see that happening because it's like he's so yeah, minimal and like i don't know there's so many moments so many big moments where they could have connected the two shows and like they just haven't done it more than i yeah, would expect i know so i don't know agree yeah um anyway so then that happens he's not there anymore and then Ambrose and Sabrina have a conversation and it's kind of this like recap of how she's feeling. And she's like, one of the things that the weird said when it was in my body is I'm a, a vessel and it was easy for him to control her because um, she's like empty. Like she doesn't have yeah. like a, a goal or she doesn't have like a foundation. And she basically says like, he's right. And I need to start focusing on myself again. Mm-hmm. So it's this kind of like final moment where she goes back home and she's like, no more boys. She pulls the water out of the tub and like the, the candle man, I guess is, is done. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm a focus on me now. Um, and then we get a final moment at the Academy where Roz is being shown to like a room with like planets and, you know, Prudence is there with Marie and they're kind of showing her the lay of the land. And Prudence asks a question, about you know like oh like as long as this is okay with your mortal boyfriend Mm -hmm. and Roz has to say that she ended up not telling Harvey um and that led me to conclude that they really are going to be resetting this Nick Harvey Sabrina triangle um because obviously secrets aren't going to fly with Roz and Harvey he's already done been you know dealing with a witch girlfriend from time and now like Roz is in there and she's lying to him so I just feel like it's like not gonna work out for them unfortunately so then they can set up that triangle I do feel like it kind of sucks because Roz has the cunning so can't she just be like if I don't tell him this is what's gonna happen if I do tell him (laughs) this is what's gonna happen like what's the point of having power if you can't fucking do that you could say that about everything that like she goes through but (laughs) I thought it was really funny because at one point like when we found out that she's a witch I'm like literally like Harvey's Bumble profile is going to be like, don't date, like, please no witches, like in the future. No witches. And yeah. then like Theo says that like later on, she's like, Mortals oh my God, like, or he's like, you have so like, you have a type, like you just date witches. <laughs> so I, I would witches. love if they would explore Harvey a little bit more and maybe like it yeah. comes back around and he's like kind of over it and he starts to hate yeah. the witches. He's like, I hate you guys for like all the you like ruin my life yeah like whatever all the mystical shit that like you guys bring to our town whatever the case right. may be it'd be interesting if like they kind of dive deeper into that but i don't yeah. know definitely like it's gonna be some sort of triangle that's for sure yeah i just it's it's weird for me to feel like they're gonna be able to fit all of they this won't into eight episodes. they won't yeah. like, there's only six episodes yeah. left so it it like it's really funny that you mentioned i think you mentioned in the first episode of this podcast that you know like i wonder if they knew they were getting canceled yeah. and really based on the writing right now i really I don't, don't think, think so like no that. no no like especially this episode i was like mm, i don't know man like they really didn't uh they're setting up a lot of like long game storylines so i don't know how this is going to end yeah um one of the things so this is the t okay yeah. this is my theory yeah 
So at the very end um, of that scene, um, Prudence joins hands with Roz and Roz joins hands with Marie and she's like, this is the new Weird Sisters. And the way it was set up and the way they lined it up, it almost felt like our man, R.A.S., could be setting up a spinoff. Number one, do you think that's the case? And number two, would you be down? Number one, I don't think that's the case because his shows keep failing and keep getting canceled. <laughs> uh, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just seems like yeah. this universe that he was uh, trying to create, for whatever reason, it's just not working out. And yeah. their shows are like, freaking What's Her Face's show got canceled. Katie Keene, this got canceled. So, you yeah. know, they should have just done the Josie and the Pussycats reboot. Maybe that would have worked out for him, <laughs> you know? No shade. All shades right there. But, um, yeah. I don't see it happening because I just feel like right. it's not enough, maybe, and I just feel like it's probably not going to fly with like the with the network. But would you know. be down for something like that? Would you be down you for know, like a, a spinoff? I'm always down for something. Like I'm always down for a spinoff. Yeah. It's whether or not they can like if they can do it right. But right. I don't know. I I don't know. The one thing that I will say because I look at the three actors and the three characters, and they do have like something that. Sabrina doesn't bring to the table. Which yeah, is, I would agree. Yeah. You know, like Prudence has such good acting chops. I think that she's always been such a highlight of the show to me. Um, I think that Roz is also a really good actress, and I think that her power has is unique enough. And like I feel like the fact that they've introduced this, like, you're a witch at this very end point of this series makes me feel like they're trying to set her up for something even greater. Um, and I'd be interested to see if there's more like history that we can get from her having the cunning and like this, this, and this. And then there's Mama Marie, which is a completely open storybook in terms of what her backstory is, like where she comes from. So there's a lot to build on for a spinoff if that's what they decide to do or if it does get picked yeah. up. But having it said definitely that, felt like that's what they were doing. I do feel like they're stronger together in the sense that like yes. the white girl coven and the black girl coven agree they, they're just stronger in the same show um and if they just yeah. kind of played off and maybe that's where they were going to go next season like we don't know right, right. like that maybe they were going to pivot to that um but mm-hmm. at this point yeah we don't know anything we shall see and then at the very end we have blackwood once again saying well that did not work out for the weird <laughs> um so now he's Owen three yeah he's Owen three and the next one he's like is the perverse and i'm going to take that shit on he's like it's going to be me me like, it's going to be me <sighs> yeah so one of the, one of the things that i do want to mention really quickly is as much as they make these eldritch terrors seem like the end of all the world like they're killing them yeah. all in like one episode. I'm so happy so. you said that. I am so happy you said that because I literally, I was like, first of all, you guys don't scare me. Clearly, like Sabrina just has <laughs> yeah. to fucking throw this shit out and like it's gone. It's just, yeah. you guys are, you guys are like hyping it up to be like the end all be all and it's truly not. Yeah. He even doesn't scare me as a villain. Like he's the worst villain yeah. of all time. He can't get anything he's done. He's sitting there. Yeah, like, he he's can't like do sitting anything. there being like, oh, yeah. yeah. He, it's a really weird setup, and I almost wish that they did, like, four Eldritch Terrors, so then every other episode, you Ooh, kind of have, like, two, yeah. you know, you have a little bit more time battling this thing, instead of being like, oh, one episode's done, oh, they're gone yeah. now, oh, they're gone now, oh, they're gone now, I'm like, so were they strong or not? Like, I don't understand. 
And then obviously we're expecting this gigantic explosion like thing that's going to happen in the finale. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, that's obviously going to be completely unbelievable if they're making it this easy for her to kill everybody right now. Um, cause obviously she's going to win. This and show's like, not going to end. Do they progressively dying. get harder? Like they don't even talk about that. Like is each one yeah. like going to get more difficult or. And like, what's the perverse? Like, is he going to go around like having sex with everybody? Like what's, what's yeah. the deal? We'll yeah. see. Um, so that is the episode. That's it. Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Um, my best moment, I think I'm gonna give it to Ambrose and his whole investigation, like his new skills, his new CT scan yeah. machine. Um, he's like dissecting shit now. It's like nip tuck. Like I was down for like <laughs> yeah. all of Ambrose, like and his tools. Um, and yeah. all of that. It was it was cute. It's like Grey's Anatomy, Ambrose edition. Yeah. I have a couple of best moments. The first one was the birth of Adam um, yeah, with for Lil- sure. Lilith giving birth. I thought it was such yeah. a powerful scene. It really reminded me of that final, like one of the final scenes in season three where they try to bring Hilda back from the dead and like she invokes Hecate. Yeah. I thought it was so cool yeah. to see this like coven come together. You know, like I'm all about like the girl power, the witch power, like coming together to, to help out. So I thought it was cool. And also, again, for the same reason, the witches attacking the kings and like giving them the power and pain of um, childbirth. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. And also like the idea of like the fact that like she gave birth to a male. So like, yeah, you know, down the road, like is Sabrina going to have to fight that fight baby Adam? Like what's going to happen with all of that? Yeah. I think that that's what they were setting up for. Cause even when she found out she was pregnant with a boy, she done said like she did say and Luke uh, and Lucifer was like, Ooh, okay. A little bit of a challenge. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. WTF moment. WTF moment. I'm going to give it to Mambo Marie showing Roz, her grandma in the kitchen because I right. was just like girl this is fake news like this feels fake <laughs> like I hope it's not fake I hope it's real I hope it's genuine but like this just felt yeah. very fake and very convenient and her grandma was like whatever she says listen to her girl like she's right and I was like I don't know if I believe this like yeah you know it felt very convenient yeah yeah for sure um mine is Lucas uh di- di- dipping after like five seconds and being like completely useless yeah other than uh, you know, getting Sabrina to come to the conclusion that she should focus on herself, yeah. which I, I guess <laughs> which, is important. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I'm just like, you didn't have to bring an entirely new character. Like he, she could have just been speed dating the entire exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. MVP. MVP is going to go to Roz um, just okay. for like, be. I feel like she's going to now be this like really, really like huge character in this season moving forward. And I'm so yeah. excited for this role that she has because I do feel like she's sort of been this like underplayed character all along with this like yeah. amazing power that she like cuns everywhere. But like now she's <laughs> she actually going to like be a witch and like actually do something with it. So I'm excited about that. My MVP is going to go to Ambrose because I yeah. he, like literally yeah. did everything. Yep. Um, and I feel like he's gotten a few MVPs this season so far because it seems like they're really defaulting to him being the one that isn't the ants. He's the one that's kind of like helping Sabrina through yeah. all the shit. Too. Yeah, for sure. So he's gotten a really a strong role this season for sure. MVP. Um, my LVP, I'm going to give it to Zelda because homegirl so can't get her shit alone. together. Like she's like yeah. all over the place. Like even having a new girlfriend, like clearly hasn't like, you know, boosted her confidence her in up. any way. Like yeah. she's still a fucking mess. So I don't understand where her headspace is at. 
Um, yeah. yeah, she's my LVP. She should get Mambo Marie to move in with her and like, yeah, hang out with like her come on at home, and then she can have coffee and and uh, read the newspaper with her. Yeah. Um, my LVP is gonna go to Lucifer and Sabrina for literally disappearing at the worst possible fucking time ever. Um, yeah. In hell. Yeah. Like, why were they just completely absent from this episode? It was episode? such a weird excuse. Like, it was so weird. It's just, yeah, it just an- it annoys me. And it's like I was saying earlier, which is, like, they have these convenient moments that happen that I'm just like, really, bitch? Like, that, that is just so convenient to happen right now. Um, so, yeah, I was a little annoyed. And I'm just, now I'm more curious, like, what's going to happen when they come back? Like, are they going to find out about Caliban right away? Yeah. Is Caliban going to fucking deal? We're going to have to deal with Caliban for the next like six episodes, which I really don't want to happen because we already dealt with him last season. I, I just Hold on. Did she marry Caliban? Yeah. It actually she's went like through. Literally so why is married? Caliban yeah. still there, but she's on a honeymoon with her dad? Like, it doesn't make any sense. That, <laughs> that's it's what like, I'm what saying. the that fuck? Like, go, go with your husband. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, you'd literally think that that was what they yeah. would do. Like, we're going to go on the honeymoon. The, seven circles of hell with each other not like your dad it's weird so weird the, the best, best line. line best line i'm gonna give it to um prudence and Roz. and prudence is like do i know you and Roz is like uh well yeah i'm Roz, sabrina's friend we've met like five <laughs> or six times i was cracking up i was it was yeah. so funny and like i said i feel like the there's such they're a dynamic there's something like dynamic yeah they're yeah. cute together they're cute together and I think that they're both really they honestly really are really good actresses. Yeah, they are. Um my best line is gonna go to when um, you know, Lilith is like screaming in pain. She's like giving birth to this child, and um Zelda says, Don't fight it, that is the way of men, which I love that like that really quick line that just like got inserted in there because I'm just like it's it's not bashing you over the head that it's like women versus yeah, men, yeah. but it definitely like has these strong moments where it's just like this is what men represent and this is what they would do in a situation like this versus a woman who's able to embrace and push and you know have more thought around what she's doing, um, which I love. I, I I love those little lines that they give them. Yeah. Agreed. So that is the episode, y'all. That is early. We're almost halfway through. Yeah. That is, it's, we're, we're kind of trucking right through this. So let us know what you guys think about the season so far. Make sure you guys are comment- commenting below. And yeah, that's it. Uh, and at this time, I would like to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Soleil, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders. Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment. Don't forget to comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.